Welcome, one and all. You've just discovered the Tom and Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We explore the mysteries of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. Thank you for joining. We are here in this broadcast to tell you the things that need to be told. Here I am in the studio with Chris Topher. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh man, what a journey it's been. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> here we are. And here we are always delivering you guys some of the best news, some of the best, best broadcasting content, honestly, on earth. We were an award winning podcast. We've won many awards. Yeah. And we're both decorated. We've won... Um, we've won a lot of awards, not only just for podcasting, but also for human service. We do a lot of... Um, we do a lot of things for the Norwegian homeless community. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of um, things for the arts. And we know so, about arts here yeah. on Tom and Topher. Yeah, we connect with a lot of that community. Thank you for joining us here on this broadcast. Thank Brought you. to you live via our fucking apartment. So if you guys want to donate to our Patreon... Did we set up a Patreon? Yeah. We have a Patreon. So we're going to be providing content on that soon. Bonus episodes. Tom and Topher bonus episodes. Unedited, unscripted, <coughs> unrated. Unrated, to be exact. Hey, do you want to get inside of our heads? Do you want to be inside of us a little bit more? Do you want to be in us a little more than you already are? Because you can hop right inside via our Patreon. So go hit it. What is the link? Patreon.com slash Jump inside us. See what we have to offer you. Anyways, moving on. <sighs> Nothing great going on in the world, so we can start off with that. No updates that are good. Yeah, buckle up, people. What the hell is going on out there? We got the world rising up. But we also have, like, police states in Australia. Just more of the same. Down. But it's like dystopic. More of the same bullshit. Dystopic. However you say it. Dystopiac. Dystopia. It is dystopic. What I'm here to talk to you about, Chris, what I hear what I'm here to discuss is this um Astro World shit. You hear about it? Yeah, I was watching <clears throat> some videos on it before we turned on here. Did you see anything pre-watching those videos? Because I pretty much woke up to it this morning. No. Woke up very early hearing about the concert last night. I didn't hear anything about it. This is all news to me. So, let me take you down a trip down Satan Lane, okay? So, 
here's what's going on here. Apparently, everybody got so crowded in these, this concert, which these concerts are huge. Um, and I can see them getting to that point. But from the videos, people are... And from the description, people are so crowded up at the front that, like, people have passed out and were just, like, limp against each other, just being, like, tossed around in the wave. Not Jeez. even falling to the floor. That's how pressed up against people were. Jeez. They were just going f full, like, eyes rolling in the back of their head and just floating around in this wave of people. And so... I don't know how many people in the end, but there was like 20-something people hospitalized from when I saw it in the morning. I think there was more in the end, but yeah, apparently eight people died. That's nuts. All from like being suffocated? Yeah, and trampled. <clears throat> wow. And like, it was like cardiac arrest, too. Like, okay. I think they said most... Maybe 12... Actually, I think 11 to 13 died in the end. Eight of them suffered from cardiac arrest. Jesus Christ. But, like... I don't know. People are, people are just slingshotting conspiracies now. Yeah. Because... Travis Scott and his concerts are, are pretty, like... Odd. And this one was oddly satanic. So, like... Yikes. Um, I'll just show you, like... They're talking about initially what the stage looks like. So, people, you know, well, see yeah, that. that today. And when you turn on all this stuff, it is like a portal, you know, and it's just fire going on. Yeah. And a lot of satanic imagery. I've been to a Travis Scott concert and they put on, it was in the first Astro World Tour and it, they put on a insane show. There's so many people there and Honestly, um, there was some weird imagery that they were portraying at that concert. Like what? Like, for instance, they draped out this sheet over the the bottom crowd. You need a Truly up. Can't prepare. This episode is sponsored by Truly's again. Not really. It's not sponsored by Truly's. Don't sue us. We love you, Truly. Truly strawberry lemonade. Gas back. That's the fizzle right there. Oh yeah. ASMR. You like that shit? We provide content oh. here on Tom and Topher. <sighs> Find us on Tom and Topher, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Tom and Topher, live via our studio. Talking about Travis Scott. <laughs> I love this fucking shit. <laughs> So, satanic so imagery. Hold on. Let me describe to you what happened via my experience at Travis Scott. 
he draped over this giant drape, almost like what I, the projector drape I have in my room. It, that was what it was. It was this ex- extremely large drape that went over the entire stadium, almost, mm-hmm. and primarily just went over um, the pit, the giant pit. So there's just probably thousands of people down there, all flooded in, moving around like what you see in these concerts, giant concerts, just waves of people. And they project an image up on this giant sheet of a bunch of crowded sheep, all being led to their slaughter. And the image was also being cast on the crowd. So I'm... I'm sitting up on the stadium, like, way up high. Yeah. Just looking down at this, just like, oh, my God. This is some crazy imagery. And the whole time, it's just an absolute, literally an absolute roller coaster. Like, he's going on roller coasters as he's singing throughout the fucking stadium. They set up an amusement park. Ferris wheel. And he's going on these rides, bro. It's crazy. He doesn't do all that anymore, I don't think. From what I saw. But, you know, what we're seeing is an upside-down cross leading... That is the stage leading into a portal. So, like, what you can take from all this is that, like, for sure, satanic imagery is, like, glorified within the music scene. For sure. Like, we know that for sure. And another for sure thing is that if you know about the devil, he used to be an angel and he was a choir master named Lucifer. They're Are they fighting? fighting? I told you they're rascals. Yeah. The devil is a choir master and they, glor- <laughs> you know, they glorify music in satanic shit. So we know that for sure. That. Lucifer was the choir master and you know in my opinion it's just like Travis Scott loves that shit and projects that shit in his concerts so those three things added together it's just like you really can't you really can't help but form some sort of conspiracy theory about these deaths which people have Like, watch this. This is a video where he's just humming as this person is being carried away. He's just watching it happen. So the thing about this concert is he let it go for like 35 to 47 minutes after people had, he had already been made aware of what was going on. Um, like he's just humming he does this shit it's creepy he does that shit like there's points of his concert where he just he will just start humming you know harmonizing with his little auto tune but that right there watching that person float away as they the dead body just float away as yeah. he sings his little chants. 
on his upside down cross as satanic doves are in the background on fire projected on the back screen and a portal to fucking hell is in behind him and he's the number one rapper pretty much in the world yeah yeah dude they fucking they'll glorify anyone that just falls in line with what, the, what they want to do they blackmail them and they're like okay we'll give you the life you want here you go but you gotta do this for us you gotta get this imagery you gotta convince people to do this this and that <clears throat> if you want to know what I think based on my research or just like books I read I think it's interesting and I don't know how true it is but it seems like the CIA has a has an interest in pop culture because they see how powerful it is in influencing an entire populace of people and so they have admitted to Congress in the past there's videos of it it's like in the 50s or 60s of these high-ranking CIA officials admitting that there are multiple people on like news stations night night um, like night television movies actors that are actual CIA operatives and what they're doing is they're influencing the public and they are breaking the foundation down to where people are broken and divided and they hate each other and that's why there's like this interest in spreading depravity and breaking up the family because it it breaks up a proven like foundation to society that holds it together and makes it more cohesive and now they're introducing like they're it's crazy stuff and they do uh, like this book I read about how the CIA like created these bands in the 60s like bands that we've all loved and on there's like all these classic rock bands <clears throat> like the Doors and all these other bands like the Doors have like their parents were in like military intelligence and all this crazy stuff yeah like that dude Mike Baker yeah they were talking about that on one of the podcasts the most recent podcast on Joe Rogan they were talking about how um, there was so many different like musical talents whose parents were also in like CIA high ranking yeah um, intelligence and that a lot of these people were 100% put on because of their parents and their high rank and a lot of manipulation and influence as far as pop culture goes came from our government so the movies like Men Who Stare at Goats uh-huh. watch movies like that Men Who Stare at Goats they portray that like for sure like God forbid I say his name he who shall not be named Kevin Spacey <laughs> he, he in that movie he talks about how Turner. many of the many of the songs that were popular in the time were made by the CIA they were in fact yeah. made by the CIA I'm, re- I'm listening to this audiobook called Weird Scenes Beyond the Canyon and it is about just that and how they did it 
and who was involved and how some of these people, these television people were actual CIA assassins. Like a lot of them. And like, if not that, like LSD experiments, Charles Manson, it's all connected to that. It's like what they're doing is they're getting into the entertainment field and just influencing society and breaking it down. That's what they're doing now. Speaking of crazy parents in Hollywood, like, let's talk about this. Charles Harrelson, Woody Harrelson's dad, uh huh, was an American hitman and an organized crime figure who was convicted of assassinating federal judge John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to be killed in the 20th century. Charles Harrelson was the father of actors Brett and Woody Harrelson. Dang. This fool was crazy. Like, the life of this man. History Channel has a whole thing. That's Woody Harrelson's father arrested for murder. That's nuts. He was paid $250,000 to kill him. Damn. With a .240 Weatherby Mark V rifle. (laughs) Dude, I love the internet. You just want to know something and here it is. Beep boop bop bop beep boop 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 The internet causes anxiety. There's too much information. I hate the internet also. We know we know too much. Love hate. Did you hear about the credit scores via browsing history? <gasps> no. Do 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 We're fucked. <laughs> what the fuck? Like a social credit score? The social credit scores that they're making? There's articles on this. That in order to boost your credit score, they are wanting to implement a web data browsing. Pretty much give us all of your data and we will boost your credit score. So what if I just say no? So at first people are saying like, they're going to be like, hey, you can do this if you want. And then so many people are going to be like, oh, hell yeah. I want to boost my credit score. That seems great. They're going to go hire Johnny McFix a lot to quote unquote delete all the f- porn off their shit or whatever they have to hide. And then they're going to go get their credit score. And, you know, they're just going to drop. What if you get a VPN? Like a, you know what I'm talking about? A VPN will cause them to. Under, to know that you have a VPN Like You can't really hide that Okay how about you have an internet for Clean stuff How to build a table And then you have a VPN for Fucking Oh there, there will um, be You know But you have a mobile <laughs> You have a mobile um, The news you read or whatever this fool over here is conspiring. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you have a mobile um, foot trail, hmm. so everywhere you've gone, there's a there's something attached to you that you did that. Your your 
Yeah, you're, you're in some VPN. database. You're in some database. Yeah. If you used a VPN while browsing that thing, they will think that someone in Singapore did it wherever you chose your, your location to be, which most people do like hotels yeah. or libraries or shit like that. So, um, but other than that, they, I think if, you know, it's easy for someone who knows anything about shit all when it comes to computers and hacking to trace your VPN back to you. If you use just a shitty free, free VPN, you know, Uh I bet there's better ones out there than others. There's paid ones out there are supposedly pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a free VPN, so mine is probably dog shit. But they're after you, folks. They want your data. They want you, they want to know what you've been doing. Where? Hey, who are you, bud? Did you report this to the IRS? Because we found it, and you've been spending... We need our cut. If you want want protection, we need our cut. You understand? Now that we've implemented that we can monitor $600 plus transactions in your bank account, which is true, folks. Come one, come all. Hear ye, hear ye. They are watching your bank accounts. But just like the NSA said, hey, guys, we don't care. We don't really care. We're just looking for... Terror. <gasps> but guess what? Now people who are unvaccinated <gasps> and religious <gasps> and have a religious exemption <gasps> are being labeled as religious extremists. Oh my god. Dun dun dun. So now we have a religious, a bunch of religious extremists running around. Which I don't know if this is true. Okay. Let's just say that. Well, you know what? What I what I do know is that I heard this from some people who did this, okay? And we uh, we're here now. They did what? You know what? I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> But there's but the pe- things we're seeing right now, we've never seen before in our lives. We have a president that can't cannot speak. speak, who's clearly entering dementia, and we're all supposed to ignore it. Is there anybody denying this? Because I hope you are. I the hope you are. The vice president is nowhere to be seen. She's so fake. I don't care what side you're on. You cannot defend this administration. Biden, I've never. Hold up. How many times you see people pulling up to McDonald's sitting outside? We've done this on the podcast before, and we're gonna do it again until you you folks understand. If you're listening right now, you need to understand what our president is and you need to understand a little bit of history so let's go over some history real quick 
People shit on Bush for messing up his speech like four times in his presidency. He was, they took that clip and they put it in songs. Kanye West put it in a song. They sampled his shit. He messed up a couple times in his speech. This guy does it. He had like five like bad gaffes. Which we all thought genuinely, even people who enjoyed him thought, hey, uh, that's weird. Why doesn't the president know what he's saying? Because he's organizing troops to go. And then you start realizing he has a hand deep, far up his asshole, working him like a puppet. Yeah. And it's not really a person up there. But here we go. Let's... So, how many times? How many times you see someone pulling up to a McDonald's sitting outside? During the pandemic, so they can do their homework. Because D- during the pandemic, so they can do their homework. They can get uh, get off of there. So they could uh, get off of there. Their uh, line. Their uh, line. Unintelligible. <laughs> I need you. Could have been going for a burger. I need you to understand that this is just happening day every after time day he talks. After day. And we have these stupid. It, never mind. Not even going to it. The great debate going on whether or not in the 21st century, in the second quarter of the 21st century, can democracies function with things moving so rapidly? And I can tell you. I'm sorry, hell. <laughs> Can I just that's worse than everything he said. <laughs> Can I just say that I don't like you? Can I just say that whoever you are, I know what you look like? I don't even have to see you. <laughs> Hold on. I know, dude. And I can tell you. She's someone like, oh fuck, I gotta close with Liz. She either lives in I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry, who? It's like a paper cut. <laughs> yeah, that stings. Oh that's like stomach acid. Her name is I don't even should we don't, say it? Don't do that. <laughs> Her name is not... Let's not start inter- any internet beefs. I like internet beef. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> That's something we need to sample. But, um, yeah, so... I need a truly. Get a truly, bro. I'll talk my ear off. So, we live in a world where a president doesn't know what he is or who he is anymore. His sons and his country have used him to the point to where he's now... You know that old lady in the chocolate episode who's in the wheelchair? That's just... Can't even, like, move? She's just, chocolate! Yeah. I remember when they first invented chocolate. Chocolate. Fucking... 
love that episode. That is what is happening to our president. He's gone. What are they going to do, man? The Democrats just totally ruined the party. What are you doing over there? Just a quick snack because I'm dying. I hate you. Alright. We're broadcasting live from our studio. Tom and Topher. Topher is over there just shoving food down his gullet. I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll I'm wait. over here broadcasting via live should be our studio. But I do need to grab the charger. Um, hold on. What music is playing right now? What is playing right now? I want... I need this to end. I am spinning angry. <laughs> I'm like a tornado of anger. Here we can go back. You are ruining this podcast. <laughs> Did you stop it? No, like Spotify started playing. Alright, well... Tommy's just in his bitchy queen mode right now. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Tune in. uh, Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Tom and Topher. Find us on Patreon. Uh, New episodes coming soon. So, back to what we were talking about. We have a president who doesn't know who he is, what he is, where he is, how he is. And we have... A world that is now crumbling. Clearly, there's people in charge that are not the president of the United States. Don't you think they're being exposed, though? I don't know, bro. It just doesn't even matter at this point. People don't give a fuck. People don't care what videos of people in the woods, Bohemian Grove, they don't care anymore. I think, dude. I think this is just a fucking life lesson of this incarnation that we're on. It's coming to an end. So hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're on the final level. This is the final boss. Bill Gates will own everything. This is the final boss. Bill Gates will own everything. We just shoot him right into the vein. Yeah, this guy needs to be investigated. He is. He has done some shady stuff. This is a bipartisan issue. This should not be left or right. This is not a conspiracy theory. This guy is a criminal, and he's taking advantage of vaccines. 100%. Sorry. He is doing that. Hold up, this fucking thing. There we go. When is it... When is... So there's separation between church and state, right? Uh-huh. When is there separation between company and state? When does that come into play? Did anybody talk about that ever? I'm sure they have. I'm sure I'm uneducated. Yeah, because isn't this turning into like a fascist state? Where this like is turning into... Depending of- on how much money you have, which... Let me, let me tell you, folks, the fucking billionaires who run this world, they also run companies. That's how they got there. So these people, they're always going to have more money than us. Always. So they're, 
in this case, they're running the planet. Because they run the United States. If you get somebody with enough money like Bill Gates on the news talking about his patented drugs enough, everyone obviously is going to rally around him and say, fucking take it. But now he's getting protests at his at his uh, nonprofit organization locations. When is it this a religion? PBS already pressed this motherfucker and said, "Hello." Yeah, he. This guy he played around with Epstein a lot, and he tried to deny it on camera. And she said, "No, no, no." She's probably dead. She's probably replaced. We should check in on her. Hey, you okay? She needs to be... She needs to be treasured and preserved. Yeah. And loved and revered. Here's some trying times. There's going to be some... History's going to smile on a lot of people. I'm telling you what. There's a lot of people resisting this stuff. I think it's great. I have a lot of faith in the American spirit. Obviously. But... Chris, are you an anti? What? What? What's that? Chris, you're talking a little... Huh? Talking a little right over there. Who are you to judge me? Chris? (laughs) Who? What? Here's the deal, Chris. In this home, we are vaccinated. So, get vaxxed or get the fuck out. Okay. I have a baseball bat. I need you to know <laughs> that here and now we are going to be changing some rules. Truly Mango. Here on the Tom and Topher podcast. Truly Mango. We are fully. You have a Truly Mango as well. Mangoed and truly up. Hey, that dab nearly killed me earlier. Don't don't talk about that, okay? I will talk. About like that. I said, we are a pure podcast, Christian, wholesome, loving. You're right. You're right. Joel Olstein vaccinated. Q and on subscribed. Q and on. We are a Christian Q and on. I'm Va- Tim Dylan. Excuse me. Do not d- desecrate Team Dylan. Team Dylan. Are you on Team Dylan? Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Tom and Topher. We're broadcasting live via our studio. Yeah, 100%. We gotta get out of here, though. No, thank you for always being a part of this. Okay? If you're here now, if you're present, and you're thankful for us... We're also thankful for you. Yeah, that's a fun-ass part, podcast. And we love you. We know we just get on here and we so shoot dearly. the shit. We shoot it hard. Okay, yeah. but, you know, we're getting somewhere. We're talking, going somewhere. We're not just shooting the breeze. We're talking straight realness. We're bringing you questions. Word on the street. And we're bringing you answers. Word on the street is... And we're, we're giving that to you. The word on the street, okay? Not That's too a, many answers. We don't know if it's true. 
We don't know if don't it's know false. If it's true. We're just telling you what we heard. Okay? And we heard a lot. So, you know, take that with what you will. With a grain of salt. I don't know if he's made sense so far. He's just like not finishing words. They're cutting it off. We are gonna. They're cutting it off. Yeah, Mind you, that's on What's Fox that News What's cutting that? it off. Yeah. Even Fox News. They're all in the same pocket, folks. Don't think that whatever you're watching is is being just bipartisan in any way. There's like four networks out there. Yeah, but no one's watching them anymore. Well, Fox News has like Tucker Carlson and... Greg Gutfeld, they're doing well. And they're entertainment. They're not even news. Yeah. When they get sued, they plea in court that they are not news. When they get sued for being wrong about things and defamation, just being flat out wrong and knowing they're wrong, their plea in court is that we are not a news network. We are entertainment. You idiots. Yeah. We're Fox. Don't you know? We're Fox. Don't you know Tucker Carlson isn't up there just spreading news? Tucker Carlson. The funny thing is, is that Democrats don't understand. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost finished. <laughs> I'm just at your door saying that into the crack of it. You away with words. <laughs> I'm just in my closet hiding. <laughs> just with the flash. Get away. Oh god. I'm calling my dad. It's really dark. We Follow have, us we... on Twitter, Instagram. What's up? We need to go on another Tahoe trip, and we need to plan it out. Oh, I know. We need to make deadlines, goals, plans, bullet points. Bullet points. Before the winter hits. Venmo transactions need to take place. Before the winter hits. Chris, I don't think we're getting out of here. We're just like... Literally in that hotel that we go to and it just turns into The Shining. Yeah. Dude, The Shining is a crazy movie. I just watched that recently. You know what I think about that movie? That movie fucks you up. You know what's crazy about that movie? This is why I like that movie. This movie resonates with me because when I was little, and I know a lot of people had this, in my generation. A lot of people 
had their mom, but they moved in with the stepdad, right? Okay. So, like, this boy and this mom, they seem extremely alienated from this alcoholic writer father, right? Who's just, like, very into his book that he's writing, and he accidentally, quote-unquote, hurt the son while he was drunk, dislocated his shoulder. Oh, yeah. And you learn this in the beginning. <clears throat> so, from the beginning, you see that the dad is annoyed with the fact that he has to bring the mom and the son. Like, the son is asking questions, the mom is asking questions in the beginning, and he's just like... Uh, yeah, uh, so the Donner Party weren't actually through here. They were a little more west from here, probably. You know, they, like, are asking questions about the area, and, like, he's just shrugging them off. And so, like, it's very much this, like, weird sense of, like, the mother and the son are in it alone, you know, <laughs> from the get-go. And as the story unfolds, spoiler alert, this is an old fucking movie, so go see it. They... What'd you watch it on? Netflix? Um... I think HBO, actually. But... Um... HBO is... The mother and son are, like, alone with this weird dude, just trapped. And he starts getting, like, a little aggressive, and you start seeing, like, his real self. And I think a lot of people from that generation on had, went through a lot of divorce, and they were, like, in that situation. So people love that movie to where it's just, like, this weird sense of, like, this dude that they're with is losing his mind. And... They need to get out of this situation, but they're trapped. Yeah. And so many people went through that shit, you know? At that same hotel? No, I'm saying, like, so many people went through that as far as the mom and the young son are trapped with some abusive father in some abusive home. And, like, so many people love that story, I think, because it portrays, like... And they escape. They, they were trapped via the snow, but there's many elements that can trap you into a home with it, a crazy man, you know? And they finally escape, and, like, it's so brutal. Like, that dude dies. That's such a crazy scene, because, like, you think he's coming to alert. save... You think this dude's coming to save the day. And he does in the end, in a way. But he comes to save the day and he steps foot in the hotel and Jack Nicholson just axes him in the chest. Sorry. Here at Tom and Topher, we discuss the latest and greatest in all of the issues. Your number one source of pop culture. Yeah, 
Fuck you if you haven't seen The Shining. I know that I haven't seen The Shining. And if you haven't, like, we shouldn't even bother be like giving you spoiler alerts. Like, it's been out since the seventies. Like, what's the matter with you? Like, See, don't you read? Do you like think, bro? You nailed the dick right on the head. Who <laughs> said that? Oh, <laughs> Spins in the air. Whack a whack a whack. <laughs> uh, we need to do movie reviews on Tom and Topher. We need to bring the film like we're talking about, which we will probably never do. No, we will. <laughs> God damn it. Season I'm, three. It's coming. Season three <laughs> is our season, I'm telling you. It's our breakout season. We put in the man hours behind the scenes. Don't you worry. Yeah. Just give me time. Our current excuse I can is... can only do much. We so just much. don't have the man hours. We're put, We're trying to put in the man hours to get the frick out of this stupid-ass apartment, okay? Stupid-ass apartment, stupid-ass jobs. Just gotta fucking work at it. We're just putting, the, putting in the man hours Keep to make pressure. it better for you. Get up in the morning, grind, seal the bag. Buy my NFTs. <laughs> Buy my NFTs, okay? At OpenSea. All right. So do it. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Yeah, Moe's art. Moe's art digital. You'll love it. Thanks for tuning in. This lovely hour. Uh, we are broadcasting late night via Tom and Topher. Coming in at the 9 o'clock 42 hour. Uh, yeah. Coming up on that 10 o'clock hour. Right. Uh, just after um, uh, we just fell back. We got lost and found uh, via Altitude playing on the mix here on the Tom and Topher NPR radio. Thank <laughs> you for tuning in via broadcast on Tom and Topher Podcast Radio. Up next, Acid Jazz, featuring Walter Martin and the B Street Band. Cool lo-fi coming at you via Tom and Topher. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, boys and girls and non-binaries. Is that okay? I can smell it. How many? Oh. <laughs> you can smell it. I can smell it. Well, those are some of my favorite memes. Let me show you something else. I love memes, dude. I like. It's I love classic I love form memes of comedy. Because I know I have ADHD, and I know you probably have ADHD as well. And memes How just satisfy you? that. Don't you dare deny it. Do not... Do not deny it. Do not deny it. How dare you say something like that about me? You have admitted it or have talked about it. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about, but... Oh, great. I insulted him. Oh, yeah. No, memes. (laughs) No, I was trying to find a meme. Chris... He's having a meltdown. Please. I can't believe you. You know I've been... Stuck inside. Quarantined. Okay. Yeah, this is a COVID case right here. I'm just built different. I'm clean and clear. 
I've quarantined for two weeks, okay? My parents got it too. They tested positive. They had it. I'm telling on you. For what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, you know what? I probably was the vector from either my parents this because they were gross, sick for a guys. while. This guy, like, you just hang around him and you just get sick. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm a little sewer rat. You're a little disgusting little sewer rat who just munches on... Carrying a whole pizza in my mouth. Yeah, just running. He, like, you see him late at night. Like, you have, like, just the oven light on. And you just see him just in the... <laughs> in I have, the, like, a little bandage. In the fog of... I have a little bandage around my, like, around my wrist. You you opened up the freezer and there's just a fog around you. <sighs> Just a cold fog. Your nipples are just hard, <laughs> like so hard. Oh my god! And you're just standing there with. You look over at me with a pizza in your mouth. <laughs> I just run back, cower back in my room. I hide, I hide, I hide behind my teeth. bed. I hide my hide my bed. I I I, 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 I hide behind my Joe bed. Biden. But the door creaks open as it does. You know it does. I, uh, I hide, but then I see your rat body. Just, <laughs> just the shadow first, slowly, and then it stops before it passes my door. Um, and then, this is like a huge shadow. Yeah, a huge on the shadow. Wall. A huge shadow, but you see the rat. It's like, it's like if somebody got like one of the, um, it's one of the figures from Chuck E. Cheese. Oh God! <laughs> Can you imagine oh, that in your Christ? Home? And it just Jesus peeks, Christ! It just peeks around the door to make sure it's safe to run across, but then it <laughs> sees me. This is you, Log's <laughs> eyes. Were those machines or were those people in Chuck E. Cheese? Those were animatronics. Those were satanic. Those Talking were creepy, about just per- like. Talking about Lucifer and satanic <coughs> imagery. What was that about? Can somebody tell me what that was about? Can somebody tell me why? So Chucky as me, Jesus, so me as a parent, if I took my kids there and the those animals came out, I would sue the company for everything they owned, and I would probably have to burn the entire place to the no, ground because no. the trauma that I as a parent would have to Bro. endure after seeing that was far too tremendous to not be financially obliged. Here's what it is. It's the it's California's version of that little theme park that Goofy and his son go to in Goof Troop. That oh little, my god. That little rat thing park. Or the opossum park thing. Bro, you're not at all wrong. That's what it is. It's the suburbs version of that. And I remember going to fucking Dude, that birthday so parties cool. there as a kid just being like, this place is fucking gross. And like kicking Chuck E. Cheese in the leg and stuff. Or like these, I was ganging up. On Chuck E. Cheese, me and a bunch of kids, we were kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> kicking the fucking shit out of him. I was kicking his shin so hard. 
And this person was holding back so much. <laughs> I couldn't Dude. believe it. I, I believe, like, I believe this kid was one of those kids that, like, would attack you. Because, like, me? This, yeah, you grew up no, with, like... No, that is so outside of my, my personnel as a kid. I don't know what that was, but I have a vivid memory of just, like, unleashing on him for some reason. Because, like, it just, like, the mob mentality... Yeah, overwhelmed me. Right. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. When As you were a brother, kid, and just like it was there. I think my little brother, brother was there, but he was so little, like he was with my mom. Yeah, and I was like bigger than him, so I was running around with my friends. I had the same incident um, with a clown, though. I'm I'm chill with clowns. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't clowns are okay. Creepy to me. They're just like I know it's a person, and I know that it's a person like. Like, I, if it's, it, a clown seems so vulnerable. Like, yeah. I will literally pull, pull a gun out and kill you. Like, what are you gonna do, fucking clown? What yeah. are you, a spirit? Like, spirits are scary. You can't fucking shoot them. Demons, bro? That's scary. You can't fucking, like, execute a demon, bro. Like, you're not doing that. They're gonna come inside of you. And fuck your shit up, okay? Yeah. So, like, a clown, you come <clears throat> at me with a chainsaw or a bat, like, bye-bye. I feel threatened. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no story via clown is scary. But when I was a kid, there was the first clown I saw. My parents tell this story all the time. I um, climbed my dad's head. <sighs> And fought off this fucking thing. I was like a cat. Like, you know when a cat gets... Yeah. Just just claws, climbing, scratching, kicking. Yeah. And I remember just the fear being that this was a human that I thought looked like that. Like... The white face, the makeup, he came out looking like that. And this is a new type of human that I have now met. Oh, God. And I remember when you're a kid, all of the world is that. So, like, you come out, you start realizing that things exist, and then people start organizing things for you. And when you turn a certain age, you start learning, you go into preschool... You're going to whatever church you go to. They have some kids, you know, they have some kids uh, worship. What is it called? For the kids. Bible school? Bible study. Yeah. The Summer kids. Bible fucking No, where, when your kids go to church, when your parents go to church, the kids go to... Bible study? No! <laughs> I hate this fucking uh, God damn it. I know what you're talking about. Why am I not remembering? It doesn't matter. Wherever your kids go, you just start getting indoctrinated. Oh, yeah. They take the kids aside and they teach them, like, okay, here's what this means. Here's what that means. And you have to believe it because this is what God told us. Okay? Yeah. You but- have to believe it. No matter what mommy and daddy say, yeah. you have to believe it. Yeah, they start telling you things. And suffering is good. And you start realizing that, like, the world 
the world is this new place that you're gonna you're gonna start meeting these you know new animals these new people these new places like you come out and you just immediately start learning and meeting people that are either important or unimportant and you start recognizing these people as my mom or my dad or whatever but you know when you meet a clown for the first time your brain explodes your brain explodes and you want to run as fast as you can from that thing so i as i just don't understand the whole clown thing what are we doing with that i feel like, like i don't know why is that for children <coughs> it's terrifying for the first thing it's you don't some weird thing that we've held on to in our culture we don't want to see like a it. different era yeah but also like Movies like Dumbo when I was a kid gave me like a positive view of clowns. They look like just funny cartoony entertainment. That's what it is. It's just like stupid slapstick humor. There's an age where it's perfect for kids. Like I remember, I remember have you ever gone, gone to a circus? Uh yeah, actually I have. It was it's all wild. little kids there. The yeah. whole show is meant for little kids. Like, look what we can do. Look at what it all. Look at them flipping the hair. <laughs> and here's the elephant. No, that's crazy that you say that because it wasn't for kids back in the day, I feel like. It was for adults. All the, car- all the carnies. It was for adults. Right. Come and see the bearded lady. Like, the world's strongest man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what is that whole culture, dude? Carney culture. Like, the American Steve used to be a dude. A a Connie? I mean, a Carney? Connie. And and that just, like, makes so much sense to me. Yeah. But I love his podcast. I love his voice. I can barely talk. He's just like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Back when we were doing Jackass. He's just barely getting the words out. <laughs> Bro, but I absolutely insane. I absolutely love his podcast. Yeah, me too. He's a cool dude and I abs I love his I don't know. I love Jackass. I keep saying I love, but he seems like a Jackass, guy that like CKY. So many memories. So like my friends and I copy that shit oh, yeah. so much. We'd film it. We'd like pull pranks from cars, <laughs> put cats on the road. We filmed my brother like falling in the middle of the road on a scooter and like pretend like he's had like oh, brain man. trauma and stuff. We've had like parents knocking on my parents' door. Oh yeah. Like saying like your boys are out here stuff. My friends, dude. You guys need to cut that shit out. Millennial hulu, hu- millennial hooligans were just a we, different breed. Hooligans, dude. We like, cause so much trouble. Kids nowadays, they don't go cause trouble, you know? But that's what we had. Because, like, video games were shit, bro. They were you fun, beat, though. I was they so were fun, obsessed. but you beat it, and then what? You go out and you learn to skateboard. Like, it, it's fun to an extent. Now they are so fun that I could play them all day, every day if I wanted. 
they were not that fun before. You know, mm-hmm. you beat Medal of Honor 15 times, you're done. Mm-hmm. You get a new game from Blockbuster next week, because your mom said once a week, <coughs> can't be getting them every three days when you have to return them. Yeah. Remember Blockbuster? Yeah. Return this in three days. Dude, I... But it's really two. miss Blockbuster so much. It's really two days. Yeah. Because it's that day, and we that day's really, almost like, over. We always just, like, watched the movie once and then brought it back. It wasn't, game, unless it was, like, a really good movie. Oh, the game. When you rented a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of rare we rented games. I got to rent a game once a week, and it was, like... Also, if I was, like, sick... I'd be at the doctor and I'd be like, Mom, can we stop Blockbuster and maybe get a game? And I would just, Please? I need a distraction like from. Hoping that they say yes and they're I like, No. Yeah. You're like, Because the games, <laughs> the movies are like $3 to rent and the games are like $8. And they're just like, No. That is. An entire hour of work in this time. Parents forget how intense emotions are when you are a kid. When oh they say God. when they say no to something like that, the churning your stomach, you're just like everything that I wanted to do tonight is ruined. Cause you, you know, inside. Cause you envision as a kid, you have an envisionment of what is gonna happen. Like yeah. And I still have that, yeah, and that's like childhood whimsy. Like, yeah. And as a kid, like you'd be with that's your a friend, great phrase, and you say, whimsy. you say to your friend, "Oh my gosh, tonight!" Like, say you have a sleepover, and you go to school, and it's Friday, and you know yeah. that you're gonna go to that friend's house, or he's gonna come to your house, and you guys are just at school, just planning, planning it, just. And then you're gonna, and then you need to bring your controller. Yeah, because, bring your controller. Because I don't have it, <laughs> and like you're planning this shit out. Bro, and like I remember like clearing up my backpack so I can load up my controller. Yeah. Like some snacks I snuck out of my mom's. And then you get home. Um, pantry. And then your mom is like, you see her out in front, and she's like putting stuff in the car, and you're like. Oh my god, this can't be good. I'm gonna have to be... Oh no. And you get up and she's just like, Tommy, I'm sorry, you're not, you know, you're not gonna get to... And then your whole life, your whole plans, you're not gonna get to this weekend, I'm sorry. No, we have to go, we have to go to Fresno because, and then we have to, and it's, there's Taft, and then we got to go circle around back in the downtown Baker, and then we got. For um, what? What are you doing? Uh, are you laundering money? Like, what so like, are you? That's what I'm at. Why? When I was a kid, like, why do we have to drive here, why are yeah. we giving Uncle Jack a ride from the airport? From the airport, and then we have to go to this mysterious, weird, like corner. I'm in the car. Place in downtown. An hour and a half. Don't you understand? It's like a week in child time. You're like sitting in a laundromat for some reason. You're like, we're not even doing laundry. Why are we here? 
How come I couldn't, you, you couldn't tell me we are gonna do this? Can I at least get like a gumball from the gumball machine? Now. You don't have a quarter? It's a quarter. It's a god. <laughs> Give me a it's quarter. <laughs> you cheap ass. You cheap ass. You cheap ass. They have a dollar. You can pay a dollar and you can have a little figure. Can I have a figure to play with while we're out on these fucking quote unquote errands? Why was it millennials parents call them errands? Errands. Oh, we're going out on errands today. Can you not call it that? Because that makes me want to rip off the three pubes I have. <laughs> As your child right now. I want to rip them out. <laughs> Why are you going for your pubes, dude? I don't know. I, it's very, a lot of sexual frustration going on. I don't know. Oh, boy. I need another truly. Here, finish mine. No, just kidding. <laughs> you have to don't you hate people like that? Oh, just take mine. Oh, just take mine. Here. No, your fucking lips have been all over. No, I don't need Get that. away from me. I don't need that, but I will take it. I'm just kidding. <sighs> you know what I miss is actual, like, socialization and, like, going out into public and everybody just being, like, cool and not having to worry ever. Remember that? And nobody has masks and, like, you just go to a bar. We would just go to a bar. Beer remember when we go to the bar and like remember when we went to the bar? I don't know if you were there, but my sister was there, Riley was there, you and Taryn were there, but you left early. We're gonna go to McDonald's. I know, In and Out. We're going to In and Out. Oh, fuck. Oh, I wanted to fucking punch you in your dick. You know you what? Left. You cannot. Uh, you cannot give me this. Any isn't shit our about scene. You can. That was not the. That was See, not me the and Taryn are better than all of this, and we just need to go. Don't you dare! I hate you guys. That was not the vibe <laughs> that we were putting off. We were just yeah, you guys infatuated, had sex or something, with each other, and we just were like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, a little, <laughs> dumb, a little dumb shit. <laughs> we can go. We're gonna go uh, walk around downtown, uh, old town Filtham, and uh, all the all the lights are all strung that up. Dumb bullshit. I'll no, do it again though. That's, that's cool fun stuff. I was, I was uh, macking on them hoes that night, and you were nowhere in sight. So good, bro. We had, you had them all we have yourself. times. We've been through times, long lost times that have been long forgotten. Yeah. You know how many times we've been to. Fat rabbit. We've had some escapades. It feels like a lost time. Like, th- is this what becoming old feels like? Like, you start forgetting, like, oh, that's like a... No, dude, here's the thing. That's like a foggy time. That's like a... Fo- or am I just doing too much... Here's what... Oh, let me lay it off for you. Here, let me lay it off for you. Humans are very adaptive. We've adapted to this pandemic life. So... <clears throat> We've become very, like, antisocial. We haven't been outside very much. We haven't done the things that you just laid out for a long time. Yeah. So looking back at that looks, like, just so foreign. Yeah, we're just like, how did we just like, go we out? We, haven't, we don't realize how, like... We would just go out every, na- every yeah. other night. Like, 
I used to I spend remember, so much money. I yes, I used so to much spend fucking money. so much money. What the on fuck? alcohol and like getting into places like oh thirty dollar yeah. entrance fee. Okay, Take yeah, it. that's fine. No, no, that's not fine. A thirty dollar entrance fee. That's groceries, buddy. Bye bye. Have fun. Bye bye. Well, here's the thing. It's just you're realizing how much bullshit there are. And that's just you maturing. Maybe it's just getting old and not caring. You're entering adulthood. Yeah. It's not being old. You're old when you gotta when you can't fucking I just get have it up. no nostalgic bliss for like party scenes. Like what is that about? I don't know, I had a good time. Just like, not party scenes, but like clubs and like that looks like torture to me. Like I I was involved in clubbing for a little bit bit and it was not the greatest. It was literally like the nights of like you are out and it is five AM and you are at a Denny's. You're dry yeah, you're at a diner. In mid the middle of downtown Sacramento, you work at seven thirty a.m. Fuck, dude, I hate this. You work at seven thirty a.m. Getting stomach acid because of the story. Oh my god, and you're sitting there and you're starting. It's like two hours after the point. You hate your girlfriend because she's she wanted to do this. You're like, I have to go to fucking bed. You are give me shit. You are drunk at three. You are you are almost to the point of blacking out at three. Yeah. And you you stop and you go, I need to start drinking water because we need to go home soon. But and you're so like, that's gonna taste. You're like, yeah. You are. Bitch. You are like, well, I gotta eat. What am I... I'm gonna go home and make some... What am I gonna make something? No, I gotta eat. Yeah. I can't be this drunk. I have to have something in my stomach before I go to work. I hate sitting down. I hate the conversation. And you're just... Ordering. You're waiting and everyone's just like... (laughs) Ah! They're all fucked up and they don't have work tomorrow. But you have work tomorrow. It's always just you. Yeah. And they're all just... This is our this is our Friday. We're here on our Friday, and you're like, well, I'm Saturday. Mid, I'm mid Tuesday, so Saturday. <laughs> to, like Tuesday's beginning right now for me. So this is gonna be a rough week. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me, friend. Just calling sick. Just calling sick. No, I'm a soldier, bro. I went. I'm not kidding, bro. Yeah, I do. I go. And I drink my water, and I drink my coffee, and I counteract the drug, <laughs> the drugs that are in my stomach already with more drugs. So many days, I've just walked into work and just flushed my stomach with water. Yeah. <laughs> just like you can just feel your body getting rehydrated. You're just like yeah. There's been yeah. Yes. There's been nights where I went from the bars to my house, laid down for thirty minutes, and then got ready for work. Fuck that life. 
And that's just, <laughs> that's never, ever, ever ideal for me, anyone. That's not something that night that you are planning on doing. But those are some of the greatest nights. Yeah, you look are. back and if you can champion through something like that, you and you can successfully like not get in trouble, not get fired, you can get through the next day. Yeah. And just get that next day through and then get to the part where you <coughs> go boom onto your bed. Yeah. And you go, oh, oh fuck. I did it. And then you fall asleep. <laughs> this is so great. And then you wake up and it's the next whatever. It's not even the next day. You always wake up at like 3 a.m. And you're just like, <laughs> you just start writing poetry or <laughs> super gay about it. You're just, you're just all emotional. Uh, I can't sleep on this this query night. Like, <laughs> you just have a feather pen. Or you're just in bed and you're like just playing guitar. <laughs> you have like, you don't even have a guitar. You have one of those like old timey like 64 string like fillet keys or I don't even know. Or, or like a mandolin or some shit. Yeah, like when we drink oh, to our youth and our whole song. <coughs> or a liar. Yeah. This guy knows his ancient instruments. <laughs> yeah, and you start watching things. Um, you start watching, like, conspiracy shit, or, like, you watch, like, a... You start watching Ancient Aliens at, like, 2 a.m. Like, yeah. That's the best shit. I love when you... Oh. Like, I don't do this anymore, but I remember when I was a young buck just calling in sick and just laying in bed watching movies. Yeah. You're just like, I would be at work right now suffering, but I'm here just having the time of my life. My door shut. Yeah. Like you're still a teenager. Yeah. Called in sick. Watching movies. School's not a problem anymore. You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about work or paying bills. You're making money. Yeah. You just you have some independence. You've earned it. Like whatever you make, whatever money you're making is just extra yeah it's like you you have like a $30 phone bill yeah and, the rest <laughs> it's just like, and you're like man you're trying to manage and budget like, that no, and no. you're just like i, I can't afford it today dad i spent it all sorry guys. i remember like my phone bill was like something like 90 bucks i'm yeah. like you just have to come up with 90 bucks within a month <laughs> Bills were not that hard back then. Like, what are we going to spend it on? Food? I was just spending it on food and, like, yeah. putting in savings. You're just like, how am I going to afford this? I got to get more water. We drink to our youth in the fortress heart. They drink oh, to our youth. Speaking of that, when do you work tomorrow? 10.30. All right, good. This is a fucking madman. Like, I'm tired of this madman. Who just, like... Yeah, who just, like... His fuck... <laughs> Goddamn madman. Like, I don't know, bro. Explain yourself. You just, like, will work the craziest hours. And just, like... Brute through shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> literally brute through shit. Like, I don't understand, cause like, if it was me, 
I would have given up long ago. <laughs> I would have just been like, I would have thrown in my fucking hat. Done. This is not. This is not it. I found it very I am, hard. <laughs> I am not coming in at ten o'clock p.m. for you guys, <laughs> and leaving at seven o'clock a.m. Um, three a.m. I have children and a life that I would like to live beyond stocking shelves for you fucks. But you are not wrong. These are things that I think about and that's why I'm getting the fuck out. Give me but this no, shit. No matter what, dude. If you are able to get out the energy that you have will blossom because you've just fucking I don't know you just bull drive through anything can you imagine what I could do with 40 hours if I if I freed up like a third of that somehow with a new job like working at home somehow writing copy for like startups or some bullshit I don't know why that was so hard for me to articulate but yeah 40 hours for you is like it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. You would probably need like a couple weeks to recuperate. <laughs> yeah. And then you would be back on it. I'd bounce back. Just because this is like insane, bro. Like companies are just, they expect, they don't care. They don't, they don't care what your life outside of the company is. Yeah. They are don't... You, are you going to be there? Yeah, they don't give a... <laughs> they don't give a shit. You're going to be at work, right? Yeah. Because we Today, need... at work, I was called frantically over to Delhi because the woman that was working there who has to limp to the time clock, limp back to the deli, mm-hmm. is having a meltdown because customers are being so mean to her and yeah. she's just like is like short tempered and stuff and this lady's like three years away from retiring she's just like having health problems and she's, she's crying and I'm it. talking her down like she's like I can't take it anymore three, like, think about that three years they just believe the customer <laughs> put so much harmony. I'm just like <laughs> this poor woman yeah just like people are cracking and it's just like it breaks my heart and I'm so thankful that, like, I can just go with it <laughs> somehow. I believed that I could go through life working at a place like this. Like, uh, Starbucks or whatever. Cafe setting. Anywhere. That is food service. I felt like I could go through that and never be harmed. Right? Yeah. And so, like, that's what they want you to believe. Is that you can work here at our company for as long as you want. Yeah. We'll let you. But we're not <coughs> going to tell you about the mental harm that will come 
from working for our company. Yeah, you're gonna We're, work with some. You're gonna wait on some nasty people. Yeah, and who the are people angry. The people you work next to are gonna be running off of no sleep, antidepressants, nicotine, and eight shots of espresso. Yeah. Almost every four hours, they're doing this. They put espresso in their coffee. They put coffee in their espresso. They put espresso in their espresso. They put water in their espresso and then put more espresso in that espresso. And then put that over espresso and then blend that into an espresso blended espresso. With cold brew. With cold brew. (laughs) And then they get brain damage a few years later from doing this every day. Yeah, caffeine's fucked, dude. And I I want people to know that, like, I'm not harping in any way against the company I work for. I love the company I work for. Especially if they come through with the payment that they have promised people coming next summer, which is ideally $23 an hour starting for baristas, $18 to $20, $23 an hour for baristas, or the $23 is capping out at um, supervisors. Um, that's crazy though. That's a good that's a good wage, I think, for that. I will take the brain damage. That's what that's, I'm saying. I, I think that's a good wage for that job. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a fair wage. That's what it should be. That's like what nurses make, twenty three dollars an hour. That's what like Chick-fil-A employees are making. This girl that I worked with left because she's making like eighteen almost nineteen dollars an hour working at Chick-fil-A. Like Chick-fil-A. That's pretty dope. Like, cool, whatever. I would do that if I was that age. I made, like... Did you see the... Did you see... I don't know if this is real, but I saw something that they have Chick-fil-A monitors. And you can work from your iPad at home. And you place orders from your iPad at home. And they develop these at some high-risk COVID vaccine... Like... You know, high-risk COVID, risk COVID areas where you're not even at the place. You're just entering shit via home. Oh, my fucking God. Sorry for the... Sorry for the French. Sorry to curse on this Christian podcast, but we are interested in that idea. Of what? Imagine if we started a coffee company like that. What? Bro. You know, via via home employees. Like remote shit? Yeah. How would that work, though? I don't know. But here's what I just thought of as well. You remember those juice in Java places? Like... You pull up to those little huts. Yeah, there's one Java Johnny's. Java Johnny's. They're all juice and Java. Juice and Java. Java. Java lava. There's like a little cup running away from something. (laughs) It's like a little Dutch Bros. Get you on the go. And they're (laughs) and they're like their frappuccinos like a Java launch. Was that like a millennial like trick, like? Like a like a pyramid scheme type thing. 
probably. Like, they got stuck in the franchise or something. Like, yeah, well, I like, spent 50 grand to start it, so I gotta keep it going. And then it just forecloses in three years. Because they, they get sued for having, like, expired milk because their fucking employees don't... Don't... Rotate. They don't rotate. They don't check shit. There's, like, a, a fucking milk from two weeks ago that's been sitting in the fridge that's gone out of temp, like, seven times throughout the last day. They, like, barely clean their steam wand. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember I went to one of those places, and I got a cookies and cream frappuccino. I'm telling you, I can't eat Oreos the same to this day. I got so fucking sick oh, from shit. this shit. I ate one of the biggest... And, like, when you're a kid, you just can't really tell. You just taste sugar! Um, num, 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 num. Yeah. But that shit was straight expired milk. And, oh, like, we shit. went back to that place, and their milk is just, like... You know, like... You know, at Starbucks, we're told, like... When you finish with a milk and you're not in rush mode, so during rushes, you have a milk out at all times. Yeah. The 2%, because by the time you take it out, you use it like six times and it's out. Yeah. Glug, 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 ventate, glug, 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 ventate, glug, 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 glug. And like within a, you know, you're not having it out. So the you're just such a robot. Yeah. Being a barista. I remember so much just like nailing it, pouring into that pitcher. And so it wouldn't splash everywhere. Just People like think it's so store. cool though. Yeah. Like, not necessarily like, you know, the average Joe, but like teens, people, like junior high kids slash high schoolers, they fantasize about that shit. I'm yeah. telling you. Like, Everyone wants to be a Starbucks barista when they're young. Yeah. They they go there and they order their caramel frappuccino with extra caramel every day or their pink drink. And they think, like, dang, that might be a cool job. Like, I wonder how you get to be that. Yeah. But, like, I'm telling you, you're a robot. You are a robot. It's because Starbucks puts, like, lighting on you. So you look like the star and, like... We just need the boys yeah. to keep coming. We're going to put these bright and shiny <coughs> aprons on them. We're going to let them wear cool clothes. Yeah. Right? Wear your flannels. Wear your fucking flannels. Be you. Wear your hair long. Do the little whoosh. Do it. We love it. Man bun. Man bun and Live beard. Well. We like the beard. We like the do it. Do yeah. what you want. You got the fucking... I'm literally just describing what you're <laughs> wearing. We got the swoosh, we got the beard, we got the flannel. Swoosh. Dude, this guy's like, what? Starbucks prints out. You are. <laughs> they print dudes like you. This liberal looking fucking... I just, I just need glasses. It would complete the look. Like, yeah. thick rimmed glasses. You're borderline both ways. Like, you, you drop into... The conservative look a little bit, but then you pull out of nowhere and you, oh, here's Chris. He's coming out with a <gasps> tie dye shirt today. What's this? <laughs> What's this? Whoa! Because I was schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have multiple personalities. Not I think really. we all do. I feel like. 
It's weird that you say that. I feel like I've been thinking about that a lot because I've noticed that, like, throughout the day, I'm just a different person. Yeah. Like, in the morning, I wake up, and, like, if I wake up, like, if I go to bed at, like, 8 or 9 p.m., and I wake up, I will wake up at, like, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Full of, like, la- life and, like, inspiration and like yeah you're like high yeah you're high and you're you're like like sparkling like i can get i can do something cool you start like realizing like you have the whole night to yourself right now you can listen to anything you can watch anything you can watch a whole movie right now fall asleep after the movie wake up and still have like time it's like 8 a.m yeah and you're just like (laughs) I'm just like full of potential right now. And like, even if you wake up at like 6 a.m. on like a day off, you're just like, wow, today's about to be full of something. I don't know. Even, even on days where you work, but then like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock rolls around and like you need sustenance. You need... Give me that big breakfast. You need breakfast, and then, like, ideally some sort of, like, roam. Some sort of run or walk or, like, roam around the block. You gotta get a walk in. Yeah. That's always, like, ideal. But, like... Your brain's gotta, like, just parse some shit out on the block. I feel like every day around 2.30, it's... Ideally, time for, like, everyone to take a nap. Yeah. At, like, 2.30. Nap time. But if you're having the 3 a.m. starts, I like to nap around 10 a.m. Yeah. Like, you get a ton of shit done. You wake up at 3 a.m., you're a psychopath. Yeah. You get all this shit done that you need to get done. You get so exhausted, you take a good hard nap from 10 to 11 a.m. You still have the morning left. Yeah. Get some lunch in. And then, boom, the rest of the day, you can Easy. you can do more creative shit. You can not. That's you true. In, you can have the rest of the day off if you want. But if you are waking it's, up at like... This is self-care 101. If you are waking up at like <laughs> 9 or 8, you do want that 2 o'clock nap. Yeah. This is what successful people do. Okay. You get up, you work, you take a nap... You go to work. You seal the bag, you get the bread. See, that's, I think, the ideal day is just you wake up, the early do ones. what you want to do, do your passion, and then work, like, a four-hour shift, ideally, for someone else's passion to make some money. Yeah. Make some money here, make some money there. <clears throat> but like, they got you, life got you running on that overtime mode. Yeah, I, I need to get out because it's aging me quickly. <laughs> Is it? That. I'm supposed to be 33, like 30 to 33, I'm probably coming to the end of it, but like, this is supposed to be athletic prime years. Well, how old like are you? An old man, 33. I feel like an old ass man, and I should not feel that way. You know, 
I might get through it. I can recover in a couple days, but anyway. I used to freelance before. I'm just gonna fucking bite the bullet and do it again. It's easy. I used to make hella money from that. That's how I survived working at Starbucks so little hours. Because yeah. I freelance on the side. It's exhausting though, bro. Like it's really not if I if I just put more hours into that, it's it get to a point where it's super easy. I used to make so much fucking money. Yeah. Doing that. And I don't know why I'm not doing it again. I just feel like the I made like four thousand dollars on a website. Like with a with a steady job that you have the advantage of like you're guaranteed the money. Yeah. So okay. like with with like the freelance the little freelance work that I've been done <clears throat> for album covers it seems like it's so emotional for me. It's like what? I put in so <clears throat> much work for you. You better fucking like it, you motherfucker. Yeah. And but you, you just, like, you keep doing it, and then you get better, and you get repeat customers. That's what's cool. That's true. It's just, like... I don't know. I'm just in this fight. Maybe with art, it's different. Like, you could, like... Just... There's not as much, like, love when you design a, a website. Like... Yeah. My whole childhood goes into this, you know? Like, I reflect my dreams, my childhood, my love, my life. And it's always just like, all right, here you go. Here's my soul. And then they're like, oh, bro, that's so dope. But could you change this? <laughs> Every time. It's just like, no. You're going to you're gonna take it okay you're gonna like it that's why you should offer like you get a max of two revisions if you want more that's a $25 yeah. charge or whatever you think you know? I get smarter but it gets harder yeah that's the thing oh no <coughs> now you have to read my portfolio of rules Yeah, but you know what? At the end of it all, you're just putting in your time. I feel like this is just the path that you have to go on. Learn the, sh learn it, <clears throat> get underpaid for a bit, and then you know how to fucking work it. And then you, you know, spend a year doing it like that, and then you make the big money later on down the road. Not that that's what it's all about, but just you know what? Why not get paid what you're worth? while you're doing something fun that you're passionate about. Like, all it takes is just a little bit of time learning how to market yourself and how to talk to clients and set boundaries and all that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. You can go with it. It's just like weird, bro. If you start working on something and it's involved with something that you've done your whole life as fun, it makes it very weird. Because I'm like in this super almost depressed state when it comes to art. 
like it yeah. gives you anxiety or depression when you have to go do it. It makes it gives me depression when I do it. No, like <clears throat> it's definitely a weird phase, and I see that, and I've been through this before. But like, you you just don't even want to look at your pencil, you know? Dang. And you're just like in this dreary like, <clears throat> like what have I what have I got myself into because mm-hmm. now I expect so much of myself and it's like I've never given a shit I've just drawn what I wanted to can, can you allow yourself time to just like free draw the way you want to draw without any client yeah. constraints or anything like that that's what I've wanted is just to have some time to myself which I have right now but like I've dropped clients in the last in the last week because I just am not wanting to even look at my yeah iPad or anything honestly it's a good problem to have though not when they're your friends <laughs> no somewhat not even that. It's like people like. But they can understand like, though. Like you need a break. Not to be a, like okay. people that you have been waiting on, and you're just like, yeah. But it's just you know, it comes with. It is kind of a good problem to have, but it's just. It's just weird. Like I've always said that I do not want to start. Trying to make money off of, art because it'll just ruin my passion for it. Yeah. And so many artists feel that way. Even with music. It's just like, brings judgment upon your stuff. Yeah. When you never asked for that. <clears throat> so like, you do something, you do it well, and everybody goes, you need to start selling that. You need to start showing people this. You need to start doing this. You need to start doing that. And you're like, all right, I'll try it out. I think I'd be satisfied if it just grew organically and if it blew up, it blew up. <clears throat> I think our podcast needs to blow up already. It's the video thing, dude. We just need to get some extra cash to spend on some video equipment and lighting. It's true. Boom. Salt. We just need to double dick down on a, <laughs> on a camera. DP. Don't you agree? I agree. Like a camera. nice Canon. Doesn't even have to be anything fancy. We can just like we could do projects with it, whatever. Just pound the pavement, go on fucking Facebook Marketplace, and just find a cheap camera that's still good that someone's just trying to get rid of. I'm scared about Facebook Marketplace. Just get it by gun. By gun. (laughs) Concealed carry, and if they're fucking weird, blast them. No, I mean like, I feel like the product will be doo doo. Use it like seven times and it's just broken. <laughs> I feel like there's affordable cameras out there that are really good. Yeah. Like the Canon Rebel or whatever. Like we go together, like we're just a fucking gay ass couple. Just yeah. Hi, we're here to buy a camera. We could we say it like that every camera. time. <laughs> we're here to buy a camera. What's the Canon EOS <laughs> Rebel? You have nipple flaps that flop down and. <laughs> every time, every time he asks you ask a question, you just 
rubbing your nipples as he explains it. Can I take a pee break? Do not. Okay, you can take a pee like, break. I am like bursting at the seams. Burst at the seam. I need a, a truly. I need truly. A, I need to get some like stomach. Yeah, I just need to go to the bathroom. This has been like a long ass podcast. It's good. It's lovely. Should we continue? I can wrap it up. I don't care. I mean, I'm down to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up because I need. Not that I. Not that I'm night, not having any fun. The night is the night is losing losing its youth. Yeah. I need to. I need to it eat is. some food. Truth. I need. I was planning on eating a nice breakfast, maybe. Yeah. I need to get some supplies. So all the stores are closed, so I'm like limited on what I can do. Well, I can make a large breakfast. So, that's a thing. Okay. I have a lot of bacon, a lot of eggs, a lot of potatoes, a lot of waffles, maybe. I don't know about the waffles, but we have some food. Blessings be. Bane is here to cuddle. He's just here to try to cuddle. He's like he's like a mountain goat ramming you like that. Yeah, like, but a fluffy bear mountain goat. Yeah, like a big fluffy like a plush. black bear mountain goat. Plush animal just wants to snuggle with you. His his coat is so soft and full. <laughs> He's the really epitome weird. of what you'd want in a cat. Yeah. A black cat at that. And he just runs around giving delight and love. That's to all us. he wants. And he has his boundaries. And he has his boundaries and, and he's, he's shy. Him. He's shy. He's so shy and simple. He doesn't want to hurt anyone or anything. Even if a little bug runs by, he's not going to even kill it. He's like, oh, hello. I've seen it happen many times to where, like, a bug goes by and he's just nothing but curious. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> he has no ill intent. Like, his brother Bruce will kill that thing so quick. But Bane <laughs> just wants friends. He's made friends with an outside possum before. That's, at our old house. That's hilarious. Literally, I found him laying next to a possum in the backyard. As I go outside and say, Bane, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> they both look at me like, what the fuck is wrong? They both look at me like, like, like it's like it's his bro- brother. Like, oh, what are you... Is there an issue here? What like they're, what they're doing is like forming a treatise. And they were the laying arms. next to each other. Like the possums can barely see. They just know Bane's soul. Yeah, they look like a creature from like Curse the Cowardly Dog. Just like these ugly ass little rat. But things. they're apparently extremely kind. <clears throat> really? They're yeah. so ugly. They're blind mm-hmm. and they're kind. And like if they hiss at you, it's not because, it's not because they are mean. It's because they can't see you and they think you're a predator. Oh, okay. And so, like, if they understand that you're like comfort and you pet them, they will. Apparently, they're extremely kind. So, like, I, I looked up when I went out there and saw my cat laying next to a fucking possum. I looked it up to see what was going on, and it is very common for house cats to make friends with possums. That is nuts, dude. Yeah. This this planet that we're on has so many cool little nuances like that. I believe that 
like back in the day there were alliances between animals and people and there's yeah. a lot of evidence within Native American folk tales which I have Native American folk tale books that I read so don't think that I'm not uneducated on this stuff Tommy treks through the new world finding new Villages full of natives. <laughs> Treaties formed. <laughs> Anyways, I um, I know things. I'm smart, and I have a lot of knowledge about natives. Americans. Natives. Amer- Native American. Native Americans. Chris, I am... You're on the road to greatness. I am... You're just nailing it. Um, Nailing it. Uh, Chris, I am a social... I know justice. He's a social democrat. I'm... Personal Chris, point of privilege. I know personal how... Personal point of privilege. Native American. Can we... Is what they are. Have you seen those videos? I would never <laughs> say the wrong thing. So whatever you... Whatever people want me to say... <laughs> just, just please let me know... Please forgive me. Okay. You know what? We all just need to fucking laugh at ourselves and just calm the fuck down. We need to just end this broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. Tom and Topher podcast. Uh, This has gone as good as any. Hey, you know what? We're going to let you hold on to those last few brain cells that you have left from listening to us. Thank you for letting us burn them off. If you are here, like, if you are listening at this point, God bless you. Yeah. Maybe we're doing something right if you're here by now. If you're here by now, God bless you. Because we're we're not here. Close I'm not DM, here. Say, hey, what's up? Thanks for the podcast. Say, hey, what's up? Yeah, we love you. And God bless you. We'll shout you out. You and your angels own we'll watch you out. over you. All night long. God bless. It is the 10.45 hour. 10.45 p.m. hour. Yeah. Uh, we're a minute. 22.4500 hours. We're a minute over the 145 <laughs> mark. We need to end this at 146, 146. Not only ready? do I have to urinate. Okay. 146, 146. This I better work. We got, we got a few seconds on the landmark. What we need is to go get grub. 146, 146. We're ending this broadcast. Tom and Topher, follow us on Instagram, Patreon, Tom and Topher, uh, Facebook. Uh, We got via Twitter. We're a broadcast. We're broadcasting at this hour. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Say, hey, what's up, Tom? Thank you for tuning in. We are here.